welcome to this Curvy Girls Life podcast, a podcast designed to empower and encourage women to be the best and most authentic version of themselves. I am your host, Jeanne Michelle, entrepreneur and blogger at thiscurvygirlslife.com. Before we hop into today's episode, if you are enjoying what you are hearing so far, I would love for you to hop on over and subscribe and rate us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. For more information on our blog, podcast, and for a free printable, be sure to visit us at thiscurvygirlslife.com. Now, let's hop into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is your girl, Jeanne Michelle from This Curvy Girl's Life, and we are back with another podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for your patience over the last uh, month or so. Um, due to us not uploading, we had some technical difficulties, but we are back and better than ever. So we are excited to start bringing you podcasts on more a more on more of a consistent basis. So today's podcast, if you saw by the title, is how fitness actually helped me with my depression. So I want to get started actually just like really jumping into this podcast by giving you guys my testimony, my story. So my depression actually started about October of 2014. Um, It was a few months after the separation of my um, my ex. And I noticed that I wasn't feeling the same. And um, luckily, it was around my annual physical. So I asked to speak with someone following um, my physical appointment. Um, of course, I went through all of the testing and questionnaires and everything. And then I was told that I was clinically depressed and giving medication. Um, I started taking the medication, but I just didn't like how it made me feel. It just, I didn't feel like myself. And so, um, I reached out to my doctor and asked to be weaned off of it and asked to not, um, take any medication. I basically let him know that I'd much rather take a natural route. And so, um, he explained to me how to wean off of the medication and did leave me with this tip. He said, start exercising. He said one for your health, um, because when I went for my annual physical, I did find out that I was basically at my largest. Um, and then it, he also let me know that it could be very helpful with depression. Um, I didn't start exercising right away. Um, it, basically took me a long time. Um, I went through life faking it. Um, My smile was fake. My laugh was fake. I just didn't feel, I didn't feel like me at all. And um, I would probably say that I was blessed with amazing friends and family that kept me grounded during that time. They allowed me to talk through my feelings and they also allowed me to break down. But the beautiful thing about um, my friends and family is that when I broke down, 
they would build me back up. So as my depression became more noticeable, um, so did my weight gain. I remember going to Target and buying their $8 t-shirts um, as I started to gain weight because I just didn't want to invest all this money into new clothes, right? And at first it was, okay, I got to pick up the 2X. Then I went back and was like, okay, I got to get the 3X. Then I went back and I had to get the 4X. Um, then I needed jeans for, I think, an event. And I found out that I was my biggest jean size yet. And that was a size 28 in U.S. women's clothing. Um, I was emotionally eating during this time because of my depression and because I was healing from a broken heart. My marriage had dissolved. I was dealing with financial issues. I just I just wasn't at my best. I wasn't living my best life and I knew I had to change. And that's when I started exercising. Um, It took about a month for me to notice that my energy, my vibe, my aura was different. Um, I was excited to see friends and go places again. And like slowly but surely, I started to feel like me. Um, And now it's been well over a year since I started my journey. And I can honestly say that since incorporating fitness into my lifestyle consistently, my depression has basically been non-existent. And don't get me wrong, like everyone else, I do have my sad moments, but they're quickly replaced with joyful thoughts. I'm not lingering in that depression any longer. Um, I now can also see and know my triggers, and I know that physical activity is one of them. If I get to a point where I get complacent and I'm not moving my body, I notice that I start to compare myself and my life to others. I start to doubt myself. I start to feel sad or low. And then if I continue to allow myself to be in that place without moving my body or doing something different, I can get stuck in there. But now that I kind of see those triggers and I can feel when that's happening, I now replace that with fitness. And what I love about it is just like my whole state, my whole being, my thought, everything changes once I start incorporating activity back into like just my life. So for me, um, depression is something that I dealt with for many, many years and finding fitness really did change it for me. It, it caused me to not be focused on it. So I guess this is where I want to kind of hop in and give a little bit more explanation on exactly how fitness and depression correlate to each other. So how does how does exercise help? Well, it helps, first of all, by releasing feel good endorphins. This is basically like a natural cannabis-like chemicals (laughs) that you have in your brain that enhance your sense of well-being. And this just allows you to feel good after a workout. So have you ever not wanted to work out and you had to maybe because your friends were meeting you there or you just had to be accountable. And so you went, you worked out and you probably started, you weren't in a great mood. But when you left, when you were done, you just felt good regardless of the exercise regardless of the work like you felt good those are those endorphins that just give you that sense of well-being the other thing that i think that exercise how it also helps is it takes your mind off of any of the issues when you are working out you just tend to not think about 
anything else outside of the workout. Like when you're lifting weights, when you're squatting, when you're doing something that you have to kind of focus on the muscles, you have to focus on the weight, you have to focus on your steps, you have to focus on the walk or when you have to focus on something else and your mind, your body, everything is working at once. You just don't have the time or the moment at that time to start thinking about all the bad things. You start to, you're focusing on your body, you're focusing on that moment excuse me, on that moment. And so I think it helps in just taking your mind off of worries. So when you're exercising, that just allows you to kind of regroup, just allow you to have space to where you're not thinking about the things that may feed your depression. So how much is enough? Like people say that fitness and exercise, or I'm sorry, exercise and depression have, um, There's a connection there, but how much do I need to work out to not feel depressed? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. This is still um, a, a work in progress. They're still trying to figure out exactly what that length of time is. But they do say that 30 minutes or more of exercise a day for at least three to five days a week may improve depression and anxiety symptoms. But they're even saying smaller amounts such as 10 to 15 minutes a day may make a huge difference. I think it's just moving your body consistently. This isn't one of those fly by night situations where you work out one day, you feel good one day and then you don't go back and like all of a sudden your depression is cured. No, what I found is this is me being consistent in my fitness journey and replacing some of my bad habits with better habits that are more activity, physical related, and it allows me to just feel better overall. So at least 30 minutes a day, if not more, and I would strive for at least three to five days a week of getting some type of physical exercise in. And I think it will probably take you, for me, it took about a month for me to really see it. And technically that could have happened a lot sooner, but for me to honestly see it and and realize that I wasn't in that depressed state anymore. It took me about a month to see the difference. Like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking that subscribe button right now. This episode is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you so much for your support. Now let's get back to the show. So this is a question that I get all the time. How do I get started and how do I stay motivated? So let's start with how do I get started? Find something that you love doing. I tell people this all the time because fitness is such a it's it's not a one size fits all. It is a process where you kind of have to find the thing that you enjoy the most. So for some people, that's lifting weights. For some people, it's yoga, it's bike riding, it's skating, it's dancing. It's it's just like that's why there's so many activities and things for us to do. So honestly, you have to find the thing that I think 
you enjoy doing because then you'll be more apt to stick with it. So if you're going to the gym, find some things that you enjoy doing at the gym and start with those. So for me personally, because I was at my largest when I first started this journey, the easiest and I would say the easiest thing for me personally to do was to walk on the treadmill. So as I walked on the treadmill and I started to slowly but surely lose some of the weight, then I started incorporating the thing that I think I found to be really enjoyable. And that was free weights. I love lifting weights. But before I could get there, I did walk on the treadmill, but it was something that I enjoyed doing. It was, it was, I, I'm going, I'm not going to say it was easy because I was at my biggest. So it, it was a challenge, but it was a thing that I knew that I could do. It was a thing that I knew I could put the time in um, as well. So I think finding something that you enjoy. So if it's dancing, bike riding, roller skating, like I love to roller skate. Um, so just finding that thing that you enjoy doing, I think will help you to stick with it for the long term. Also set reasonable goals. So, you know, I know that people are like, I want to lose 50 pounds by Christmas and it's like November 1st. Like we have to be realistic on what our body is capable of, what we are capable of, because I think sometimes our goals, like to lose 50 pounds is a great goal, right? But to lose 50 pounds in like a month is like, come on, that's probably not going to happen. Even in two months, it's probably not going to happen. So you have to set realistic goals for yourself. So if you want to lose 100 pounds and let's say you want to do that, let's just say next year, let's say a year from now, you want to lose 100 pounds. I honestly don't look at the 100 pound goal. That's my, that's my big goal, but I start to break that down. So if there's 12 months in a year, that's, let's say I'm averaging eight pounds a month. Okay. If I'm losing eight pounds a month, that's two pounds a week. How do I do that? That makes it more manageable. Two pounds a week feels more manageable because I know then I can eat better. I can drink more water. I can get more exercise in during that week versus trying to lose 100 pounds. And I'm looking at the 100 pounds. And then what ends up happening is when I only lose two, that 100 pounds seems so far away. So I try and set realistic goals. I also think about my time. Do I have enough time? So for me personally, working out in the mornings is much better. I love getting up at 4.30 in the morning, heading to the gym and getting my workout in. Everybody is not like me. Most people hate the gym in the morning. I am the complete opposite. I hate the gym after work. I think it's crowded. I think it stinks. (laughs) So I prefer to get my work. And plus, I'm more of a morning person. I have the energy. I'm ready to go. And plus, I get it over with. So you have to find what works best for your schedule. So setting realistic goals, thinking about what time and energy, what are you capable of putting in and then start there. If that is roller skating for 10 minutes every day, then roller skate for 10 minutes every day. And next week, try and add, try and add the time. So maybe add five minutes. So maybe next week is 15 minutes. And then the week after is 20 minutes. And then the week after that, it's 30. Like continue to build and challenge yourself, but find something that you enjoy doing and set reasonable goals for yourself. Um, 
Also, this is the thing that I found. Don't look at exercising as a chore. I don't look at it as a chore. I enjoy working out because I think it feels good. I see the results. I see what working out can do. And so I no longer look at it as a chore. Did I look at it as a chore during this process or during my life? Yes, I have. But now I look at it as a tool, a tool that is going to help me feel better and look better. So I pull this tool out of my tool chest every day and I take at least 30 minutes and I try my best to just like really focus on that. So kind of re kind of rethink about how you view exercise and that's also going to come down to maybe finding the thing that you enjoy because if you're doing something that you're in, that you're enjoying to do you're not going to look at it as a chore so definitely think about that as well um I tell people this and please forgive me and it because it's one of those things that I just I always have to play play devil's advocate but prepare for setbacks and obstacles look life happens period. (laughs) Um, There are going to be times when you're going to get sick. Someone's going to pass away or life is just going to hit. The car is going to break down. Someone's going to find out they're having a baby. Someone's going to find out like whatever, like it's life is going to happen. There are going to be setbacks. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things that make you feel like you can't continue. I don't ever want you to think that. Anytime you're in this journey, you're in the journey, you're on it, you're on the path and during and on any path, there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be step uh, setbacks, there's going to be potholes, there's going to be road rage from other people. There's always going to be something in your way. But if it's important to you, if you've already committed to this journey, don't stop. If you missed a day, don't give up. Start again. If life set in and maybe this week just wasn't, you just didn't have the energy or the mindset to to do it, that's okay. Next week is a new week. Start again. But just know that setbacks and obstacles are going to happen. No journey is perfect. But every day you can start again. Every day is a new day. Every day allows you to just get up and start again. So just prepare for those obstacles and for those setbacks. So before I let you guys go, I do want to take this moment to just acknowledge anyone that may be listening and dealing with depression. I know what that feels like. I know how that is. I know the depths of depression and it's it's hard and you feel like you're alone and sometimes you feel like you're drowning and no one's there to catch you but we're here people are there they want to hear from you they want to talk to you they want to help you but we have to be willing to have those conversations with our families and our friends and with a professional It was hard for me to talk to my doctor about that because you never want someone to feel like you're not capable of of life, right? 
but we all get into a funk. We all feel bad about some things. And sometimes for some of us, it goes deeper than that because it goes from childhood trauma or things that we've dealt with over time that allow that depression to just feel heavier. So if you are dealing with depression, I do have some resources in the show notes um, for you guys to, they're there for you. Um, just reach out to someone, talk to someone, even if it's family, friends, your doctor, your pastor, because it's really difficult to sit in that depression. And I know that all too well, because I sat in that for a few years and I faked it. And at night I cried. And during the day I had to put a smile on my face and pretend like things were good. And and life was good, but sometimes your depression just doesn't allow you to see the beauty in life. So with these resources that we have in the show notes, please, please use them and please know that you are not alone. I am here with you. I have been with it. I have been through this as well. And for me personally, fitness has been a huge, a huge benefit for me because it's just helped me in so many ways. So I do encourage you to speak to someone, speak to a professional. Um, If you are thinking about starting an exercise regimen, you may want to just reach out to your doctor just to ensure that um, your workout plan, as well as your any medication or anything like that, work together properly. So just just please just know that I'm here with you. I understand the I understand. I just, that's all I'm going to say. I understand. (laughs) But thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I know it was a little heavy um, because right now this is a time of the year where some people are dealing with depression. Um, And so I wanted to acknowledge what I know some people are going through. This is, or has been a difficult time of the year for me as well. And so I hope that just me giving you my story and also just giving you some tips and advice can help you along your journey. But thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information. And until the next podcast, I love you guys. Have a great one. And I'll talk to you later. Deuces. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us in this week's episode of this Curvy Girls Life podcast. Make sure to visit us at our website at thiscurvygirlslife.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in today's show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Want more? Sign up at thiscurvygirlslife.com for our monthly newsletter and our free printables. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Curvy Girls Life. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And beautiful people, have a good one. See you next week. Deuces. Bye.